The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm half of the hosting team. I'm in Vegas. The other half is on the East Coast out in Boston. It's Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Great to be with you. It's Adam Birthday, one of my favorite days of the week. We'll pick Adam's brain. It was doing a great job with the VEASAN newsletter, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. If you haven't done it yet, sign up here. But uh, excited to talk, obviously, you know, a lot of NBA today, college basketball. Today's the last day of NHL before the All-Star breaks. Maybe we'll fit in a couple hockey plays. But, Pritch, I got to start off, and I got to let you know, I've made my bet for the Super Bowl. You want to hear what it is, my man? Absolutely. All right, so I'm going to go plus four and a half with the Bengals here, Pritch. So I was actually surprised, to be honest with you, that this line got to four and a half. You know, okay. we did open uh, at some shops Rams minus three and a half, got up to four. Uh, at one point, the juice looked like it may come back down. But then you got some more money coming in on the Rams uh, to bring this line up to four and a half. But now it's at four and a half. One thing I've noticed from yesterday to today is the juice is all coming back on the Bengals. Plus four and a half, minus 115. It looks like a lot of these shops, you know, again, you're looking for always the high water or low water mark to me if you're kind of a, a guy or a girl who likes, you know, looking at line movement. Mm-hmm. I think the four and a half seems to be the highest number. And now the juice is trending back down to four. So there's a lot of reasons, you know, to lean on dogs, especially in the postseason. We've seen since 2008, Pritch, eight and two ATS dogs in the Super Bowl. We also have Burrow as a dog, 12 and seven ATS in his career. And with this juice coming back towards Cincinnati, and then also, you know what sent me over the edge, Pritch? A great article from the legend, uh, the architect, the godfather, Brent Musburger, in today's newsletter. He's leaning the points there, plus two with the Bengals. And he really highlighted the fact that, hey, it's a public play on the Rams. The Rams were kind of a favorite all year long. People still see the Bengals and kind of have a bias against them. Uh, And then also, if you look at the kicking game, advantage McPherson. Mm -hmm. The legend has about a three-point game here, Pritch. So four and a half to me, if you like the Bengals. Again, it's still kind of far away, but the four and a half looks like it's going down to four. And if you're on the Bengals and if you want to sweat them like me, I think the four and a half is your best number. So I locked it in today, Pritch, plus four and a half with several, several good reasons to lock it in now, because I was curious about that, Josh, whether this number would keep climbing uh, or would it actually drop? And so you're saying that uh, we might see four uh, in this one. And if you like the Bengals, why not pounce right now? Plus four and a half. 
Yeah, and again, you know, I'm always kind of a, a, a proponent of, you know, favorites early, dogs late. So more often than not, we do see these lines go toward favorites, and that's mm -hmm. exactly what happened here. So it's not to disregard there was a lot of early money here, respected money, as soon as this line came out three and a half immediately up to four, the fours up to four and a half. But based on the juice price and based on kind of a, it's emerging as a public play on the Rams, to me, you're buying low on Burrow. Uh, also could be a defensive, uh, you know, not an advantage here, but uh, we talked or um, we looked at Brent Musburger talking about the defensive coordinator of the Bengals, Pritch, doing a great job on Mahomes in the second half. Mm -hmm. I see a three-point game, a field goal type winner here. I could see the Rams winning, but to me, the value is all in the four and a half. And also, if you want a teaser, Four and a half to ten and a half. This may be the last opportunity to go through that seven and go through that ten. Yeah, one of the things we talked about yesterday was the fourth quarter acumen of these quarterbacks, though. Uh, you know, if you think about Joe Burrow, he's tied for fifth. Ten fourth quarter touchdowns this year. Uh, and then you got Matthew Stafford, who's tied for second with 12 uh, fourth quarter touchdowns this year. So, uh, I mean, depending on how this game starts, and, and we, you know, talking about the, the halftime situation, the break of routine, too, uh, I think the Bengals are going to be caught up to speed with that situation. The experience lies with the Rams, obviously been in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, a few years ago with McVay. They'll know how to handle that too. But I think Zach Taylor, because he was with the Rams in 2018 when they were last in the Super Bowl, maybe can convey that to the players out there with Cincinnati. I think so, Pritch. And again, you know, we talk about obviously, you know, kind of public perceptions this time of year, they can be really, really meaningful because mm -hmm. the perception is really, you know, Rams are kind of in the spot we expect them to be. They had a, you know, pretty good futures price early. We kind of thought of them as a final four team. So it makes sense. The public is leaning on them. I think you're going to get a lot of love right now. It's only about 60% of bets at BetMGM on the Rams, but as we get closer, you know, they're quote unquote in their home stadium. They're a team that we all expected. You're all in on, you know, McVay bringing in Stafford. And then on the opposite side, it's like Burrow. It's nice. You're a little Cinderella story, but you see the Bengals you think about and your bias with the public gets injected in saying the Bengals shouldn't be here. They're going to get rolled. You know, at some point water seeps its, uh, seeps its level. So I think that kind of anti, you know, Bengals bias and that pro Rams bias. Now they're up to four and a half. I wouldn't call the four and a half really with the Bengals a sharp play. To me, it's an inflated line value play where now you're starting to see some buyback where it may come back in their favor down to four. All right. Excellent way to start the show right there. Josh Applebaum with a play on the Bengals plus four and a half <laughs> uh, before that number moves. Certainly looking forward to the developments as we get closer and closer to kickoff. Looking forward to our guest, though, in studio, Adam Burke, VSEN Sports betting analyst, VSEN Daily Newsletter writer, Point Spread Weekly contributor. Adam, how are you? I'm good. Good to see you guys again. You too. You too. So, first question to you, what did you write about in the newsletter? Yeah, today I actually wrote about, uh, as Josh mentioned at the top of the show, this is the last day of NHL games prior to the All-Star break. And the All-Star game out here in Las Vegas, certainly something to look forward to mm -hmm. if you're one of the players in that game. But I think it's really interesting trying to handicap the day before the All-Star break. We'll have the NBA one coming up later on this month. Uh, we have the Major League Baseball one in July, of course. Typically, it's kind of a low-volume day for me. But, Pritch, I'm sure you know this. When you think about spots where maybe you feel like you can steal a win, you know, like a veteran team, I think, looks at that last game before the All-Star break and thinks, we can steal this game. You know, this is a game that we're going to be focused for. Maybe the other team won't be, especially if they're a younger team or something like that. Maybe they have a lot of All-Stars that are going to the game. So I kind of wrote about that a little bit, framing it in terms of some of today's NHL games. But I think it's really interesting where you've got, you know, some guys are going to the All-Star game. Some guys are going on vacation. Mm -hmm. Some guys are just happy to get away from it for a few days. So I think there's a lot of interesting situational angles to consider when the All-Star break is on the horizon. 
Adam, I'm right there with you. And, you know, for those of us who've been grinding NHL every single day, kind of, you know, teary-eyed, melancholy feeling here that we're going to have a little bit of a break here uh, to see uh, hockey come back and return. And, you know, one game I was looking at was the New York Islanders tonight. They're at home against Seattle. Uh, both teams played last night, but the Islanders really playing well as of late. They actually opened as around, you know, a minus 175 favorite. I think if you're betting hockey, you probably want to hit these lines overnight. It's now all the way up to, you know, minus 185. I'm seeing some minus 200s there. And that would match as a system I love, home favorite off a win versus opponent off a loss, 74 percent this year about a 12 percent roi uh but adam with you know hockey last day before the break uh anything you're seeing in in the nba you know one thing i've noticed you've seen some of these overs kind of come back to life we've seen some of these high totals come through a couple that caught my eye were either the blazers lakers over 222 to 223 or maybe that nuggets jazz number two really good teams uh to the over here maybe a buy low spot on the 222 over well, I just want to mention real quick from from an NHL standpoint, uh, you know, you mentioned the Islanders and the Kraken, both those teams playing back-to-back, and, and the importance of getting out in front of a number early. There's a group of people out there that I call the quant crowd. They're modelers. They're projectionists. I don't even know if that's a word, but it is now. But these are people that they go out there and they get the overnight lines. You know, they have their models right in front of them. All they have to do is input the necessary data, and they're able to move those numbers. So if there is a situational spot or something like that that you like, go ahead and take it on the overnight. And then you can sort of reassess the next day if you want to keep it, if you feel like maybe you want to buy off of that play, something like that, just to try and get as much line equity and line value as possible because a lot of those modeling people do end up to extracting a lot of that value uh, with the overnight lines. One other play I'm looking at tonight, to that end of you know teams that are kind of still focused here for this last game, the Minnesota Wild have won five in a row. They've won eight of ten. They're taking on the Chicago Blackhawks tonight, a Blackhawks team that they fired their coach earlier on in the year. They've had some off-ice issues in terms of past sexual assault allegations that have kind of put a, a black eye on the organization. They've been dealing with a lot here. To me, I feel like they're the kind of team that is ready for a few days away from it all. Whereas Minnesota, they have the chance to ride into the all-star break on a six-game winning streak on a little bit of a high. So, yeah, it's a big number tonight with Minnesota, but I do like them minus the 170. Uh, Josh, real quick, as far as the NBA goes, I still look for a lot of situational spots there. I, I, I just The reality is I don't have a lot of time mm-hmm. to handicap the NBA. I have to sort of prioritize what I can do and what I can't do between the writing spots and all those different types of things. So when I look at the NBA, I'm looking for those scheduling situations, spots where maybe a team's going to be in a letdown situation. Maybe they're going to be looking ahead to a game over the weekend. So I got a few of those written up over at vston.com. Uh, it is behind the paywall. It is an article in Point Spread Weekly, but you can get a 10-day free trial if you subscribe over at vston.com. And also the winter special is only 29 bucks, so you can't really beat that. But that is something that I wrote about over at vston.com and something that I do write about sometimes uh, at the top of the newsletter as well. Situational spots, also trade deadline approaching. They've got the all-star break too. Uh, things are not working out for certain teams in the NBA. Uh, that's always intriguing as well. What about college hoops? Uh, are you noticing anything in trends or or anything that stands out situational spots as we get closer and closer to conference tournament time? Yeah, conference tournament time is really important, and, and it's a little bit early to do this, but I just want to plant the seed in everybody's mind that when you think about conference tournaments, there are a lot of conferences where everybody makes the conference tournament. There are some where not everybody does. So a lot of these games are going to be very, very important for these teams where maybe a conference has 12 teams. They only take the top eight, something like that. Do your research on those. Make sure you have an idea of which conferences are going to cut off the bottom of the conference going into that postseason action. But something I wrote about recently and something I will continue to harp on here 
rematches. You know, we get a lot of those now in conference play where you've got teams playing each other for a second time, one at home, one on the road. And you want to try to look for things from that first game that can maybe be indicators for the second game. Did a team shoot really well from three? Was there a big free throw discrepancy? Something like that. Those are things I think you can really look for at this time of the year. Yeah, and Adam, and to that point, you know, one game that really jumped out to me in college basketball tonight, uh, Fritch is going to love this, the ultimate hazmat play here. Looking at Wisconsin and Illinois, mm -hmm. this is two teams uh, really highly rated here. The public is saying, hey, you know, Wisconsin getting all these points, just run to the window. It's way, the line is way too big. Grab the points with Wisconsin. But I wrote about, I wrote about this one in the newsletter, and what jumped out to me, Adam, is it's actually open Illinois laying six and a half. And even though you're getting almost 90% of bets on Wisconsin, just feeling like, hey, two ranked teams, it's going to be a close game. Maybe Wisconsin wins out right grab the points this line has either stayed six and a half or even gotten up to seven at some shop so is that something you kind of look at and you look for those and again i open up my board every day and say what's fishy and what doesn't make sense this is a fishy one that doesn't make sense to me i'd actually be putting on the hazmat and laying the points with illinois if you can find a six and a half yeah, the hazmat suit. Uh, we're certainly going to have to take a little bit more time on that one because I want Adam's answer after this break, uh, Josh. So great job of bringing that game up because I definitely want his thoughts right now. We're also going to get thoughts on that big game betting guide uh, as Adam is involved with that. VSIN is the best place for betting insights for the big game. And right now you can sign up for our free big game betting guide. Uh, visit vcin.com slash Super Bowl to get your free guide and get ready for the biggest football betting action of the year. Like I mentioned before, Adam Burke's going to help us with that after this break. Coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates— Young Voters Who Are Angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Betting Network. 
The big game is right around the corner. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID. Open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host. And in studio with us are VSIN sports betting analyst uh, Adam Burke, VSIN daily news writer, newsletter writer. Also, Point Spread Weekly contributor. You can follow him on Twitter, at Skating Tripods. Love that handle. Uh, so, Josh had a great question. I mean, you got Wisconsin ranked higher than Illinois. Hazmat suit time, laying the seven with Illinois. How do you approach it? Yeah, you know, I'm a big believer in looking for context clues mm-hmm. in a line. And if I see a line that looks like it's high, it probably is for a reason. If I see a line that looks like it's low, it's probably that low for a reason. So for me, the starting point in this game would be to look at Illinois and say, why is this line so high? Does it deserve to be so high? As opposed to what Josh said, a lot of people going, oh, Wisconsin's getting seven points. I have to take them. Mm-hmm. You know, So when a line looks like it's kind of fishy, kind of off, as Josh alluded to, then that's when I really start digging in on the side where it looks like it's mispriced as opposed to just going and saying, well, I got to take Wisconsin plus seven. No, you don't have to because there's a reason in this line is as big as it is. Yeah. Mm. And by the way, Adam, you know, we got to get into the Super Bowl, burying the lead a little bit today. But before we get to your big game betting tips, which I'm really interested in, just your overall thoughts on the game. I mean, you know, we kind of broke it down a little bit. A lot of these books open Rams minus three and a half. You're now up to four and a half. I'm of the opinion that maybe we see it fall back down to four right now. So if you like, obviously, the, you know, the Bengals, this is maybe the time to pounce on the four and a half. But then also quietly, the unders taking a lot of money, Adam. And, you know, now with legalization, more people betting and we're seeing ticket counts that are just ridiculously high here with betting legalization. Everybody seems to be leaning on the over, yet the total is falling. A lot of these books, you know, 49 and a half down to 48 and a half. What jumps out to you? Any value on the spread? Any value on the total? What really intrigues you about this matchup? And do you have a lean early on? Well, like you, I was pretty surprised to see this line get up to four and a half. I thought four was going to be kind of the stopping point for this one. And, you know, in the early lines piece I wrote over at vcin.com, I, I did say that my early initial lean on this game was Bengals plus four. Now it's up to four and a half. Maybe something I do decide to play here before the four and a halfs go away. Uh, the total move is, is pretty interesting here because I, I think you've got two offenses that I'd be concerned about their ability to run the football. So I think you'd probably see a lot of passing in this game, which typically tends to lead to points. So I'm a little bit surprised to see this total go down. With that being said, I mean, this line's up for two weeks before the game actually gets played. There's a lot of market manipulation out there from the influential bettors that can do that. They will push this number wherever they want to over the next 10 days or so before the public kind of comes in and all of that. So maybe the move up to four and a half isn't exactly a true position. Maybe it is. I don't know that at this point in time, maybe the move on the under isn't a true position either, because keep in mind, you've got two weeks here where limits are you know set at a certain point when the game opens, then they're kind of at that same point for the next few days, next week limits will go up. And then of course, by Thursday or so, we'll really see the books take a lot of money on these games. So there's a lot of market manipulation, massaging of the number, all of that, that takes takes place. So I don't know if these are true sharp positions or not. Time will tell, but I just want to throw that out there to everybody that when you've got a game that's up for this long, there's a lot of shenanigans that can happen with the line. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right now, again, the vcin.com slash Super Bowl for the big game uh, betting guide is jam-packed with information, great information. I've become a better better using Point Spread Weekly as well. 
Uh, so much great information here at VSIN. You know, one of the things I'm hearing too, though, Adam and Josh, is uh, professionals, experts talk about how difficult it is to pick sides. Okay, they give us that revelation at the end of the year, right? And, and so here you have this spread, uh, four and a half, whether or not you want to pounce. Josh already did, taking the four and a half points. Um, Adam, your thoughts on the difficulty of picking size and, and certainly the buildup, we're going to hear a lot more information with this game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're going to hear a ton by the time this game actually kicks off. Look, in theory, this should be the absolute tightest line of the year. I mean, it's going to be the most scrutinized game, highest betting handle. The more betting activity you get, the more efficient the line ends up being. So this is a spot where, realistically speaking, there shouldn't be a lot of value on the side or the total. You know, so that's one of the things that, that a lot of the big betters are talking about here is that it's just very hard to right. find any line equity in something like this. But fortunately, there are a lot of props out there. And that's what a lot of the sharper betters tend to look at is attacking those prop markets where those numbers aren't as efficient, where there are, you know, 600, 800, 1,000 different betting options. There's no way that all of those numbers can be accurate and be correct. So that's what a lot of people are going to do as these prop betting catalogs really get released is dig into those and try to find the value in, in the different props. Adam, I got to give you props, uh, no pun intended there, but I really <laughs> like what you said about, you know, these moves and are they true positions or not? Because, you know, and someone tweeted me a little bit ago and they're like, you know, how do you identify head fakes? And they're really, really difficult. You know, we don't really know what's legit and what's isn't. And really, you know, to your point, like Billy Walters, a guy who was notorious about, you know, hitting a number early, moving it one direction so that he can come back at higher limits and get a better number on a game. So was it, hey, let's hit the Rams early and jump on the four and a half? Is it, you know, let's hit the under early and then, you know, buy low and take a higher uh, a lower, uh, you know, kind of deflated over opportunity. So really good point by you. And again, there's no uh, perfect way of identifying whether it's true or not. I think one way is, Hey, let's let the bets build up. Let's let the big limits come in. Let's look for some late movement. But with that being said, Adam, let's get to your big game tips here. Uh, I know you wanted to talk about, you know, overexposure addition by subtraction cross, uh, you know, sport props. What do you got for us for your tips on betting the Super Bowl? Yeah, so as Pritch mentioned, a 24-page free guide over at vston.com with some betting strategies. I know you're in there a couple of times talking about different things to know, some of your prop strategies as well, different betting terms. Uh, Dave Tooley's got a piece on Super Bowl squares, which is very interesting as well. Uh, but as far as my big game betting tips go, the, the whole point here about avoid overexposure and think about game state. So let's say you like the Rams in the game, mm -hmm. right, Pritch? Let's say that you like the minus, we'll say minus four. We won't, we won't have you taking the worst of the number at four and a half. We'll say you like Rams minus four. <laughs> Thank you. Right? So if you like the Rams minus four, what if the game doesn't play out the way you want it to? So a lot of people are going to say, well, I really like the Rams. So I'm going to bet Matthew Stafford over passing yards. I'm going to bet Stafford over passing touchdowns. I'm going to bet Cooper Cup over a million receiving yards because that's probably what he ends up with in the game. That's not really the best way to approach it because if you're wrong, it costs you everything. So if you like the Rams minus four and a half or minus four, think about the game state, right? If the Rams are ahead, what does that mean for the Bengals from a prop standpoint? It means Joe Burrow has to throw. It means somebody's getting receptions. It means Joe Burrow's getting completions or at least pass attempts. So you have to think about it that way. If you like the Bengals, you know, then maybe Joe Burrow doesn't throw a whole lot in the second half. Maybe Joe Mixon runs because they're trying to bleed clock and all of that. So think about the game state. Think about what's going to be the situation in the second half for this game and sort of structure your prop bets accordingly. Because if one team's ahead, the other team's playing catch up. And if that team's ahead, as we've seen with Sean McVay, he gets uber conservative, right? Mm -hmm. So if you think the Rams are going to win and cover, then Matthew Stafford may not have a big game because Sean McVay just gets really conservative. So that's one of the big points that I talked about. 
Also to the second point here, addition by subtraction. A lot of people want to bet the bet a little to win a lot types of props. You know, will there be a safety? Will there be overtime? Look, this is this 56 Super Bowl. There's been one overtime. So people are going to go out there and bet eight to, you know, plus 800 on overtime. It's happened once. It doesn't happen all that often. So a lot of times you want to look for the minus money plays. The ones where, yeah, maybe you have to lay $1.35 to win a dollar or something like that. But there's a reason why those have that minus in front of them, either because sharper guys have already hit them mm-hmm. or because they're simply more likely to happen. So if you look at your prop list and you've got a bunch of plus signs in front of it, that's probably not really what you want to have in your portfolio. It's cool to throw a few shots on the Super Bowl MVP, first touchdown, something like that. But as far as the other props go, you probably want to have more minuses in that column than you do pluses. Great tips right there, Adam. The Big Game Betting Guide is out now, like I mentioned uh, earlier, uh, vcin.com slash subscribe, vcin.com slash Super Bowl as well. But uh, real quick, I have a strategy already. I'm going in game because kind of what you outlined – I, I think there's such a great unknown approach in the game, but I will understand where the game is going once it starts. As a former player, certainly that's been helpful. Uh, last week, I, I cashed three props. So I'm definitely going to have a menu of props, but then I'm looking to play this one in game. I, uh, Josh, credit to you for going plus four and a half with the Bengals right now. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Pritch. And we'll see again. I was wrong early on. You know, I didn't think this would get to four and a half. So yeah. uh, I'm kind of glad that, you know, woo, that kind of like maybe take a step back and say, hey, are we in the right direction or not? Uh, but I think you're totally right, Pritch. You know, obviously we have different opportunities here, you know, pre-flop in game. And remember, the Bengals are the kind of team that typically sometimes they get down and then that's when they start to turn it on second half. Uh, so again, I think you're really smart there, Pritch. Real quick, Adam, if you're still there, the cross sport and novelty props. I think this is really important. If you want to touch on that, you know, will it be Jason Tatum? more, you know, five and a half rebounds or mm-hmm. Jamar Chase over five and a half catches or, uh, you know, looking at these novelty props that not every book will have different states have different rules. So whether they're like the Gatorade bath, it may not be available here, but it could be available there. If you just want to hit on maybe your third point there. Yeah, the novelty props are mostly offshore, so they're not really in the legal environment, but I know not all of our listeners are in a legalized betting state, so I just wanted to mention them briefly. <laughs> but yeah, the cross-sport stuff I think can be really interesting. You can find some good values handicapping an NBA player prop versus a Super Bowl prop, something like that. You just want to have as diversified of a portfolio as possible for the Super Bowl. Great tips, great information as always. Adam, thanks a lot for your time again. Absolutely, guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Next week, X's and O's. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Deep dive right there. <laughs> Josh, when we continue to program, though, we are going to explore MB for the Super Bowl. That's coming up next. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find a satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. Josh, always 
great to get great information from Adam Burke, VEASAN sports betting analyst here at VEASAN. It's incredible uh, the amount of info that he has. So uh, the information for Super Bowl MVP odds, uh, you know, I want you, I want to gauge your thoughts on this one because you know it's moving, always evolving. Depending on where you shop, prices vary, right? So leading the way is quarterbacks, and, and rightly so. I mean, if you look at previous Super Bowl MVPs by position, quarterbacks are lead the way at 31. Then you got running backs and wide receivers tied at seven. Uh, linebacker four, defensive end two, safety two, cornerback one. Defensive tackle one, kick returner. We all know who this is. Punt returner one as well. So considering this list, Josh, and the names on this list, your initial thoughts on Super Bowl MVP odds. So first off, I wanted to give Adam some more props here because what really he said something really, really important. This is something that I've ascribed to for quite a while here. It's the fact that, you know, when you get to the Super Bowl, you have a lot of recreational money and that recreational money wants to cash big. You don't bet all year, maybe, but you want to get down and again, turn 10 bucks into a hundred. Mm -hmm. That's the mentality here. So I think when it comes to MVP props, you know, the, the hot take here that gets a lot of clicks and a lot of, you know, a lot of retweets is, you know, I want P Ryan, hundred to one or Sony Michelle, 66, 66 to one, you know, let's cash this huge bet, which is like, wow. Just think about, you know, what I could turn 10 bucks into if one of these guys comes through for you, but kind of, you know, having done this and gone through, you know, quite a few super bowls from a betting perspective, Really, this is the kind of award that I would lean on some chalk here, Pritch. So we have a data. Let's just go back the last 10 years. You look at the last 10 quarterbacks uh, or the last 10 MVPs, as you mentioned, Pritch, it's a quarterback award. Seven of the last 10 MVPs were quarterbacks. Seven of the last 10 winners had kind of low odds, plus 500 or less. So yeah, I know there's some like big long shots here. Like, you know, the year Edelman had all those catches against the Rams, 25 mm -hmm. to one Von Miller, you know, with the sacks, 25 to one, we didn't even have an over on Malcolm Smith there at the time, Pritch is such a long shot. You could bet the field there. So I think a lot of people get caught up in, give me a big number that I can turn a small amount into a big amount. But to me, Pritch, I like to go chalk here. I'd be looking at, you know, the two favorites Stafford and Burrow Stafford, obviously uh, is on the team that is expected to win is favored here. So the plus plus one fifteen for a guy that's, you know, playing well, and uh, you know, probably has the, the edge here just from a, who will win the game opportunity, but I'd be looking at burrow plus two ten. you know, they have had these big upsets here. You're kind of in a contrarian spot with the public all over the Rams. And we've seen them go into the Titans four point dog went outright, go into Kansas city, seven point dog went outright. So I think, you know, the play here, I don't hate Stafford. You know, you look last year, it was Brady year before that it was Mahomes. You know, it's been a quarterback driven award, but the prices to me are important. If you look at all the previous winners or the vast majority of them, you're plus 500 or less. Your only options there would be Stafford, Burrow, and Pritch, I'll throw it to you as my, my co-host and my star wide receiver. Yeah. Cooper Cup is intriguing, plus 600. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that play? No, I, I think it is because it's the story as well as the performance too. Like the story always lies with the quarterback. Uh, I mean, just watching that board or looking at the board with the past winners too. Uh, but diving into the stats. So for instance, Julian Edelman. Uh, when he won Super Bowl MVP a few years ago, 10 catches, 141 yards. So the story goes away uh, from the quarterback, right? When you have a performance like that, Von Miller, who's in this game again, he won Super Bowl MVP as a defensive player, linebacker. He had six tackles, two and a half sacks, uh, one pass defended. I think he caused a fumble too. Uh, so he kind of just wrecked the game against Carolina for Cam Newton. Malcolm Smith. Remember all the points in that Super Bowl with Peyton Manning and the Seattle Seahawks? Malcolm Smith won the Super Bowl MVP as a linebacker because he had an interception for a touchdown, a fumble recovery, and 10 tackles. I mean, there were so many great performances in that Super Bowl because we saw a lot of points. We saw a kickoff return. 
Uh, but yet Malcolm Smith, the Super Bowl MVP uh, linebacker, wins Super Bowl MVP there. So uh, it's fascinating. I, I think if you're a quarterback, your normal performance can help you win a Super Bowl MVP. You don't have to be spectacular. But for all the other positions, you do have to stand out uh, big time. You really do, Pritch. And again, you know, can you know kind of replicate what we saw from Edelman mm-hmm. a couple of years ago? Absolutely. Sure. But I would say, Pritch, what was interesting to me, we just got a new batch of data here from BetMGM with some of these early prop bets. A couple that stood out to me, and maybe this is going to cash anyway, but there was some money on the Cooper Cup under receiving yards. He actually opened at 105 and a half at BetMGM. Now he's down to 102 and a half, even though you're getting almost 90% of bets on the over. So again, looking at uh, playing the numbers game here, leaning on some chalk, leaning on, hey, 70% of the last 10 award winners were either a quarterback or, you know, plus 500 or less, you know, cups kind of right on that number, but it's just intriguing to me that that line fell. I thought that would get hit, you know, because he's played so well to the over Uh, the other one would be Joe Burrow, you know, uh, Burrow kind of, if you look at the odds, Pritch, if you, if you kind of flip Stafford and Burrow to Mahomes and Brady last year, Mm -hmm. Mahomes was in that, you know, Stafford plus 115 spot. Brady was around, you know, minus or plus 190 plus 200. So if you're looking at Burrow, he did get hit his over passing yards. It opened 274 and a half. It's up to 276 and a half. So I think, uh, you know, kind of not outsmarting yourself. And I think the other thing, Pritch, like we live in a society today where I think everyone wants to kind of say, and you're like, blah, like I had a 66 to one. Let me post it. Uh, Let me get all the, you know, publicity and all the cred. Sometimes I think as betters, we just want to kind of brag about this big long shot that we hit when in reality, 70% of the time, seven out of 10 times, it's going to be kind of the the obvious, you know, player that's right in front of your face. Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll be honest, Josh. I am looking further down the board because this is a unique Super Bowl. It's the first time we've had, this low of seeding in the Super Bowl. I think anything and everything can happen. Matthew Stafford in this situation, first time ever in his career as a, as a, as a Super Bowl participant this way. And then Joe Burrow. I mean, uh, if there's anybody who is cool about this moment, it's been Joe Burrow. Uh, but think about the stage he's already been on at LSU. I don't know if this Super Bowl is going to overwhelm that quarterback. But with that said, I think there's stories that lie with Aaron Donald. Because a lot of people have the opinion he's the best football player in the game today. And he's 16-1 to 1 to win Super Bowl MVP. So I'm thinking, okay, Aaron Donald, what, is, what if he wrecks the offense? What if he has two sacks, pressures, he causes interceptions, he causes uh, fumbles? You know everybody's going to eat that up and say, okay, here's the best player in the game getting it done. So at 16-1, to 1, I look to take a shot at Aaron Donald for Super Bowl MVP. So the more you kind of lay that out, Pritch, that is kind of appetizing. Just thinking about this, you know, on the spot here, number one, the total is falling, you know, 49 and a half down to 48 and a half. Mm-hmm. So uh, in that regard, do we get a surprisingly lower scoring game? And that in that regard, hey, you know, maybe a defensive player can pop in here and win this award. Also, you know, looking at head-to-head matchups, you know, I think a lot of things that I'm reading, uh, things that I'm reading about, and people are really highlighting is, you know, what's the advantage, position group versus position group, and a lot of people that, uh, again, I really respect here are pointing out, and it's pretty obvious, but it makes total sense that really good defensive line of the Rams against that struggling offensive line uh, there of the Bengals, who really got lit up there against the Titans, gave up nine sacks, and they played much better against Kansas City. Uh, you know, Burrow, I don't even know if he got sacked one or two times, or mm-hmm. you know, kind of was pretty clean the whole time. So to your point of Donald. 16 to one really good defensive guy against a bad offensive line. The total is dropping. I could get behind that. I just think once you get to like 
20 to one or higher, you're really kind of in that parlay mentality of like, you know, I need a miracle here to cash. And again, it has happened. Edelman, Von Miller. Mm -hmm. uh, But that's a guy a little bit lower, you know, that I think uh, you make a really good case there for, uh, you know, wrecking that bad offensive line of the Bengals. You're right. I mean, just uh, that opportunity right there. I mean, alternative betting to Adam Burke mentioned this off air. Uh, Like right now, I'm looking at the board, uh, the Bengals on the money line situation, plus 175 uh, here at the South Point. But, you know, Super Bowl MVP, you can get a better number, obviously, if you bet Joe Burrow to win Super Bowl MVP. Because, you know, if you're thinking, okay, the Bengals are going to win, good chance that Burrow is going to win MVP that way, too. So that's plus 210, a better payout, just a different way of betting the Bengals. Yeah, another really good point here because you're kind of betting on the same thing. And I always kind of use this example of Jacob deGrom when he's pitching for the Mets. You know, everyone wants to just bet him and, you know, lay the minus 300. But how about, you know, going his K prop over or going the opposing team, team total under or the first five under. So you're kind of banking on the same thing. You're just getting a better number in general. Um, So that's definitely a really good point here, Pritch. And then, you know, I'll throw uh, one guy at you too, Pritch. You know, looking at Joe Mixon, you really nailed Joe Mixon in that uh, that, uh, uh, game against the, the Chiefs here. What if this becomes a, a running type game and he has, you know, two touchdowns and maybe Burrow throws a pick and you have a, a tight win there from uh, from the Bengals? I'm looking at Mixon 25 to one. To me, that could be worth a flyer as well. Yeah, absolutely. I can't believe Nick Foles was plus 460 when he won MVP. <laughs> but he's a quarterback, though, right? I mean, think about that. Nick Foles was plus 460. And Pritch, did you see uh, kind of an inside joke there? He finally shook Brady's hand on the day he retires. Remember, Brady <laughs> wouldn't shake his hand when they lost. So, Pritch, that's another one. Uh, you know, who shot JFK? Why didn't Malcolm Butler play in the Super Bowl? Some things we'll never know. Yeah, I mean, Joe Flacco was plus 275 for Pete's sake. <laughs> Nick Foles uh, plus 460. Uh, we are going to get into props. I mean, the line movement and everything as we march closer and closer to the Super Bowl. So, certainly uh, cannot wait for your analysis on that, Josh Applebaum. But we do have one more segment on the program. Uh, NBA, the association, come up next. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. 
So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. All the betting action you need is at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSEN1000 and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. When you register with BetMGM, you'll also get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. Just download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VSEN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets for site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So, Josh, it is National Signing Day. Uh, and I bring that up because Harbaugh, according to sources, is going to sign uh, or maybe get the Vikings job. I'm not going to say sign, but he maybe, according to sources, is going to get that Vikings job. It's National Signing Day. I mean, if you're in Michigan, by the way, Michigan is 30 to 1 for the championship next year. I mean, what's going to happen to this program? How are you going to recruit uh, knowing that Jim Harbaugh perhaps is going to go back to the National Football League? Yeah, it's a great question, Pritch. So obviously, you know, still staying plugged into these prop markets, you know, who will the next coach be? Harbaugh was a name that, uh, again, has been kind of uh, put on the the board for a couple different teams here in general. But uh, we'll see if he goes to the Vikings. I saw something, Pritch. Maybe he flew in the some private jet to go interview with them. So it sounds like it could be happening. Mm -hmm. But to your point with the college program, uh, again, this is uh, a tough spot here. You're the Wolverines, and it kind of makes sense with Harbaugh. Like, you took that Michigan team as far as they've been in quite a while here. What more do you have left to prove? Do you think, you know, you're, you're close to a championship and you want to run it back to me you kind of turn that program around you had a really good year do you leave on a high note and go back to the nfl that's what i'd be looking at uh but pritch you know i know we got a lot to get to here but i just would love your thoughts on on brian flores and that you know uh that lawsuit against the nfl here because uh again i, I give flores a ton of, of props here you know risking his career to kind of benefit the league and make it more equitable i'd love to hear your take on flores well it's something that had to happen i, I think it's uh, been a storm that's been brewing for quite a while to be honest with you josh i I mean, Coach Flores, uh, he is doing something to shine light, uh, pull back the curtain on the National Football League, which a lot of people feel like, you know what, uh, you're just checking a box with this Rooney rule. Uh, and that's not the intent of the Rooney rule. Do not use me to check a box. You know, use me in terms of thinking of me uh, in terms of your next head coach, somebody that you can support and get behind. It's also another layer, too. Speaking of support, do you really have support as a head coach? Uh, in an organization like uh, he's pulled back the curtain in terms of what has transpired, according to him, um, from their owner, Ross, right, with trying to tank. Uh, and then also some other information, too, in terms of the interviewing process with other franchises. Uh, so this lawsuit, Coach Flores didn't wake up say, I'm going to sue the NFL today. This is something that's been ongoing for a number of years. So uh, it does have merit. It really does. And the NFL is going to have to address it. They can't react to this one. Normally, the NFL tries to react to stuff, Josh, and normally they're too late. They can't just react to this one because this involves integrity of the game, uh, um, situations from a coaching standpoint, and then not using the Rooney rule with his true intention, the support. 
Am, am I going to have this job even though I am winning? Am I going to get fired a year later because you want to change your mind on me or, or something like that? So there's so many layers, Josh. Uh, we could have a whole show on this, to be honest with you. But uh, it, it's intriguing. And I think for Coach Flores, too, you know, college football has carved out a, a way for these coaches to make generation money. I mean, you got coaches in, in college football making $10 million a year now. So if Coach Flores cannot coach – certainly in the National Football League again. I, I mean, his future is going to be okay, but it's certainly something he felt strongly about and something that he felt like he needed to do. Yeah, and of course, Pritch, so many layers to this, but, you know, just to kind of put a bow and ribbon on it, you know, two things that jumped out to me. Number one, the tanking aspect of it. You yeah. saw, we've seen in the NBA how hard, you know, uh, silver came down on these teams that quote unquote were tanking. And if you even mentioned tanking like Mark Cuban, you know, you're going to get fined $500,000. So if this ends up being true, that Ross or, you know, even Brown, who I gave some props the other day, Pritch in Cincinnati, Hugh Jackson saying, you know, that he did the same thing there. That gets into a really dangerous spot because now with sports betting legalization, uh, you know, spreading across America, we cannot be having, you know, tanking and, you know, under the table, throw this game. That's really something that I think could be even a bigger issue. But the thing that I really like, Pritch, and you know everything goes out, goes back to the, the Patriots. Of course. It's the fact that it's the fact that Belichick, Mr. My, you know, Insta face, my Graham, like he told did you notice this? He totally screwed up who he was texting. In his phone, it sounds like you put Brian Dayball and Brian Flores as like the same uh save number. And he thought he was texting Dayball saying congrats on the job when in reality it was Flores. So Belichick uh, it comes back to bite him that he's not a technological guy. And uh, I learned a new word, uh, Pritch, too, discovery. I think you're going <laughs> to now open up Bill Belichick's phone if he hasn't thrown it off the Zakem Bridge already. We're going to learn a lot. And Belichick, I think, is a smoking gun here. His phone and what he texted. Oh, man, it always circles back to the Patriots, doesn't it? Spy always. gate, the flake gate. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really matter. There's some <laughs> gate. Now we got text gate. Uh, with Bill Belichick. How about that? Uh, to finish up uh, college football, again, National Signing Day. Uh, right now, DraftKings has SC, USC, the Trojans, uh, 25 to 1. Now, they have Caleb Williams. Lincoln Riley does, anyway. Uh, if they've knocked it out the park with recruiting, Josh, 25 to 1 for USC from a national championship standpoint. Yeah, that's intriguing. Obviously, Williams, a guy who uh, really, you know, uh, took assuming the role uh, for Spencer Rattler, had some pretty good numbers. He was kind of a, you know, a flavor of the week there for the Heisman at one point. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to team up with Lincoln Riley. That makes a lot of sense here. So, you know, there's kind of an anti-Pac-12 little bias here, Pritch. You know, what one's last time they've been in a championship game? Was it, you know, the Matt Liner, Reggie Bush, Lendell White years? So we'll see if they can get there. But Pritch, real quick, tell the viewers about your signing day when you were a, a stud senior in high school and, you know, someone knocked on your door and your mom said, uh, Pritch, we, we, you want to go to college? We got a coach here at the door. Oh, man, it's incredible, Josh. You know, signing day is special. That's why I brought up Michigan. Like, I don't know how a recruit even goes there if you're a top recruit uh, with Harbaugh entertaining offers from the National Football League. But uh, I think it's exciting for SC. Uh, and Lincoln Riley and the team that he's assembled. What people need to realize, what betters, betters need to realize is that there's free agency in college football. I mean, <laughs> they're getting paid to go to these locations too, Josh. So uh, it, it's, it's fascinating how it's evolved and how it's changed. But from a betting standpoint, 25 to 1 for SC, getting all these names, and, and now you have the quarterback in place too for Lincoln Riley. Uh, it gets uh, intriguing to me for next year's uh, college football championship, that's for sure. Uh, but, Josh, we'll do a podcast on my recruiting uh, experience. <laughs> but your podcast is a hit, uh, some plays in college hoops. What do you have? 
Yeah, so we got a lot today, Pritch. Uh, and again, last day of NHL before the break, big NBA slate. But let's talk about some college basketball. So we talked earlier, Illinois. To me, this is one of those looks disgusting, has no shot. The line is way too high. But sometimes as a better, you learn to love kind of fishy numbers. So the fact that we have almost 90% of bets, this is what really got you know caught my eye as a, you know, just cover up the names of the teams. What is the what is the number and the percentages telling you? Almost 90% of bets bet MGM DraftKings on Wisconsin. Mm. Higher ranked team, they're getting seven. Uh, it always annoys me, Pritch, when people say the wrong team is favored. Like, no, the odds makers are the smartest people in the world. The right team is always favored. That uh, just kind of, you know, grinds my gears a little bit. But anyway, everyone's on Wisconsin, yet it's open six and a half up to seven. If you can shop around and find a six and a half, there may be a couple out there. I'm going to lay the points with Illinois. Now, if Wisconsin wins and covers, you'll feel like an idiot, but this is the kind of play long-term that uh, if you kind of go with that fishy, doesn't make sense play, uh, typically more often than not, you're going to cash that one. So really uh, looking at Illinois at six and a half, a couple others that caught my eye, Pritch. I'm looking at Syracuse tonight. They're on the road at NC State. NC State has been in a really bad spot recently. They're three and 10, their last 13 games. Uh, Syracuse is kind of in that rare contrarian line free situation. Typically, Syracuse is, you know, a big public favorite. You know, we think about Carmelo and, you know, all the, uh, the Bayheim wins over the years. But this game opened NC State laying two. It stayed two, but some of the juice is trending down to one and a half, despite a majority bets on NC State. So uh, I grabbed uh, Cuse there, the Orangeman plus two. Then the other one that caught my eye, a really good game between Dayton and VCU, two of the top teams in their conference. A lot of these books open VCU laying four and a half. Majority bets on VCU, but now the line is down to four. So I'm looking at uh, Dayton there plus the points. Better shooting team, 47% versus 45, uh, 44%. Uh, higher scoring team offensively and efficiency-wise. If you've missed the hook, you really wanted the four and a half, but give me Dayton plus the points there. I think that's kind of a coin flip type game. All right. Your thoughts on the NBA, the association, because your Celtics are playing good basketball lately. They're laying six mm -hmm. uh, against Charlotte. And then the other big game, too, your thoughts on uh, Denver, uh, because they're on a roll more so than Utah. Utah's got a lot of key players out in this one. Uh, Denver, who is on a roll, scoring, what, averaging about 110 points uh, a game lately. Uh, they're catching four points, even though Utah – uh, is going to be without some key players. Yeah, so Pritch, you ready to bet NBA again? Here's an injury play that's going to drive you nuts here. It looks like this line moved to the Jazz. A couple things going on. Okay. Uh, number one, Nuggets are in a tired spot. This is their third game in four days on the mm -hmm. road. Number two, it looks like a recent tweet just said Jokic could miss this game. Questionable oh, okay. with a toe injury. So, yeah, that's why you're seeing the line go to the Jazz. And the Celtics, uh, they're they're maddening to sweat and maddening to watch, but they're pretty good at home. They look kind of sharp. I'd lean on laying the points with the Celtics and laying it with uh, the Jazz as well. See, I'm glad you gave me that information because Denver plus four was intriguing until you just said that the Joker might be out this one. Yeah, and again, stay glued to Twitter. We'll see yeah. what happens. But don't you love betting the NBA? Absolutely. I love, with this <laughs> I love yeah. the information <laughs> you provide, too. That'll do it for us. Great job. We'll see you tomorrow. The Edge coming up next. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 